Can you say cerveza? It's time for the beer podcast, Morty. Worst beer podcast ever. Steve and Adam. Ah, funny guys. Hop Nation USA, beer podcast leaders for over five years. It's episode 240 of the Hop Nation USA podcast. And it's an episode Il Classico. Just Adam and I were hanging out. It's, doing a thing. It's been a minute. Yeah. Uh, what we're going to do, though, is uh, this week, it's going to be a little bit different. It's not going to be all beer, but we're going to do some beer. We're going to we're gonna call this one It Came From Canada. Ooh, that's a good <laughs> name. I like that one. Yeah. <laughs> but, and uh, you'll figure it out by segment two, but uh, we're, we're, we're going to diverge from beer. We're going to actually talk about a TV show yes. that has nothing to do with beer. But that's all because I put out a survey and the listeners said that they're okay with us diverging from beer. And so that's what we're going to try. Because we are here for you, the listener. Yeah, we're going to attempt it. And if you don't like this, (laughs) you've done it to yourselves. That's right. And the numbers don't lie. We're watching. That's right. Damn it. And if you don't, and if you didn't put that into the survey, well, then you should have filled out the survey like I asked. Yeah. <laughs> this is on you one way or another. You had your opportunity, but I hope it all goes well. I hope we, too. I hope you enjoy the content we've prepared for you this week, uh, and then we'll continue to do it, and then next time Adam will get to pick the TV show. Yes, <laughs> and I already got a few, uh, few thoughts in mind. I'm sure, yeah, yeah, <laughs> but you know, well, when we don't have something particularly on our mind, for a TV or for for a beer content, or, or we might start looking at some TV shows, mm-hmm. uh, looking at you know movies of the non horror variety. Right. I, I I know there's this one TV show out, uh, Breaking Bad. I might look into that. <laughs> We're not going to look into Breaking Bad because <laughs> I don't think anybody's ever looked into that. You <laughs> ever heard of this show called The Wire? <laughs> Omar's coming. I think. I think. I read somewhere like The Shield. It came out like 20 years ago this month or something. Really? Yeah, some shit like that. I'm still back on like NYPD Blue. Mm, That's even farther back. Yeah, I know. (laughs) That's farther. Jimmy Smith's in the short one. Yeah. Whoever the short one was. Dennis Franz. Dennis Franz. That's right, because he showed his butt. Yeah. He was, he, was, he was a very dumpy little man. and <laughs> Dumpy little man? He was a dumpy little Chicago guy, and he showed his white man ass. <laughs> and if he was German, he'd be Dennis Franz's Connor. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, you know, look forward to that. Uh, in the meantime, we're going to do some beers. Yes, we are. And they'll, they'll be somewhat tied to segment two, mm-hmm. but uh, we're also going to do uh you know news notes and neat coming up in the shirts that'll still be beer yes so, uh in the meantime though the first beer of the evening adam what are we drinking yes well as you said uh, this is a canadian show so our first beer comes from texas yep <laughs> of course <laughs> of course uh this is the shiner brewer's pride collins street bakery fruit cake pastry porter mm-hmm. say that eight times fast no <laughs> <laughs> I'm not your doctor. I can't tell you what to do. <laughs> Absolutely not. Seven and a half percent ABV, twenty IBUs. Uh, this is an aged pastry porter brewed with sweet Texas pecans and rich cherries with a warm barrel aged finish. Ha! Huh. Is huh. it pecans or pecans to you? 
I forget. I know we've had this conversation yeah. before. Sure. Yeah, I forget, and I don't care enough <laughs> to think about it. Yeah. <laughs> I think I might say pecan. Yeah. I think I go pecan. Yeah. Pecan Sam. Yeah. <laughs> That's not even what it is. It's Toucan Sam. He's a bird. <laughs> uh, yes. So, yeah, uh, it's a porter. It's got fruit cakes in it. And, uh, yeah, Spotzel Brewery. Not everybody knows that. Mm. It's not Shiner Brewery. It's Spotzel or Spotzel. Spatzel. Spotzel out of Shiner, Texas. Spitzel. 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 Yeah, with the umlauts. Yeah, Spitzel. So, I I mean, it's a porter. It's got stuff in it from cool. Texas. Cool. We'll check it out. Mm-hmm. Okie dokie. Shiner's Brewer's Pride. <laughs> Already get into it a little bit. Yeah, I wish. <laughs> but no, it's a, uh, hey, it, it, it's kind of a porter. Mm-hmm. It's interesting that you can see through the other side if you bend the light just right. But I mean, with a porter, that's kind of expected. Kind of, I guess. But it does kind of go down a brown ale yeah. trail. It, yeah, it, it feels, I don't know, it feels lighter than I would expect from a porter. Agreed. Agreed. So, on the nose, there's a lot of so, f- fruits and candies and which shit going on. <laughs> makes sense. I mean, if it's supposed to be fruitcakes and that. Yeah. Was it? You said it was aged in a barrel, right? I yes, and I know what your next question is going to be. What kind of barrel was it? Sure, I have no idea. Okay, I <laughs> I, I have a clue. I don't know that that was necessarily going to be my question. <laughs> I just <laughs> I just wanted to confirm that it was aged in a barrel, just because I do smell. Well, what I what I said was, uh, it has a warm barrel aged finish. Yeah. So it could be like oak spires or something like that, right. just thrown in there. Yeah. Because like, it doesn't smell like a full-on uh, uh, barrel-aged beer. No, no. You would expect a, a certain level of hotness. Yeah. And for those that can't see me, I'm air-quoting. Also, uh, this is, I mean, this was like a winter holiday release. Just for like full transparency of mm-hmm. like how possibly old this beer is. True. That is true. It was. And like, I, I think it was produced on a mass scale. Oh, I, I mean, it's Shiner. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I don't think it... I, I mean, obviously, it reached all the way in the PA. Yeah, we're not getting something off the pilot system. Yeah. So it's not... I don't think it's on the same level as, like, uh, a founder's, you know, their barrel aging thing. Right. Or even uh, New Holland's Dragon's Milk. Yeah. You know, we, we you see those, but you see them in, you know, limited quantities. Mm-hmm. Whereas I saw shelves and shelves of this stuff. <laughs> pumped it out. Yeah, and they pumped it out, and they pumped it out in six packs. So, And it's still relatively inexpensive. Oh, yeah. So but, I'm I'm more willing to go down the route that this maybe was oak-spired rather than full-on barrel-aged. Yeah, that, yeah it's, it, because the description that I, I gave was pulled directly from the untapped. Mm-hmm. And you expect anywhere, if they're going to talk about getting into intricacies of barrel age and stuff like that, you would think it would be there. Mm-hmm. And no, so I, I'm I'm on Team Spire here. Yeah, I'm on Team Spire or Team Faking It some other way mm-hmm. that yeah. I don't know about. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, back to the beer itself. Uh, yeah, I haven't drank it yet. The nose, yeah, like you said, it's very fruity, but in a very candied way. Yeah, it's like fruity and candy, but like you can't really pick out. Mm. A specific thing. It's just, yeah, it just smells like fruit cake. sweet. Yeah. It's fruitcake. Smel- yeah, it just smells it's, sweet. Yeah. Hmm. So that's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> it's interesting. It's interesting. <laughs> I, I could I could see how this would be a little bit better around late December, where you can kind of use your holiday cheer to pick it up a little bit. 
Sure. <laughs> but this being March for us, I don't know. I don't know. It's it's. I don't hate it. Yeah. But I don't love it either. It for me, it just lacks serious definition. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like there, there's just a overarching theme of brown and sweet. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, to the point where you could probably change the label on it to something completely different. Right. And it would still kind of play. Yeah. Yeah. It, just as long as you don't try to define any specific flavors. Which, to be fair, they really didn't because fruitcake, who knows what's in fruitcake? A bunch of fruits. And, there you go. And brown cake. <laughs> oh, so in that case, they nailed it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I'm trying, Shiner. I'm trying real hard. <laughs> it, it's just, yeah, it, it really feels painted with broad strokes, mm-hmm. but it's not. It's not detestable. It's not detestable, but no, it's just. No. We've had detestable beers on this show. For sure. For this sure. This is not even in that realm. Now, that being said, I'm not putting it top quartile either. Yeah. this is. You know what? This is something. This is a tease for for segment three. Oh, we'll, we'll get into that. Okay, seg- we'll get into this in segment three. But I think it, there's a we'll, we'll talk about it. But this is it, this beer feels like it is from like 2008. Yes, this beer would be a huge standout in 2008. It, yeah, I, I will put this another way. This is standard definition when we've all gotten used to 4K. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is tube televisions when you got fucking 1080p in your pocket. Right, right. <laughs> it, yeah, it's very it, un, unfocused. Yeah. Well, yeah, like, yeah, it's it unfocused because it's painting with this broad brush of sweet and brown. Yes. <laughs> you know, Do part- you like sweet and brown? <laughs> There is some sweet and brown for you. <laughs> Come on in. Yeah. We got sweet and brown. Yeah. It's it's kind of a shame because, like, uh, I think we've had Shiner Cheer on the show. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure we have. And I, I actually really like that beer. Right. Shiner makes good beer. Yeah. Shiner makes, yeah, they make some good beers. They're, 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 not, yeah, they're not I, across I, I, the I find, board. Yeah. I find, <laughs> I find them hit or miss. But for, like, the ones that they do hit on, they're really fun. And I go mm-hmm. back to them. Like, I always go back to Shiner Cheer because it's a nice like fruity winter warmer Mm -hmm. it's like oh wow that's kind of weird that that comes out right now but it makes sense to drink that in texas where it's still 70 fucking degrees (laughs) in in december (laughs) but you know it's a a fun treat for us up here where it snows (laughs) and in the summertime the ruby redbird i always really like that that's a great grass cutter sure yeah i I don't i don't like grapefruit but i can see how Mm -hmm. like you know yeah i'm about it yeah i can see how people would like that beer but yeah. yeah They have some other ones this, out there. This one, that's eh, okay. That's okay. This one would be, you know, awesome if it was still, you know. 2008. <laughs> right. <laughs> so if it was 2008, you know, we'd be 15 years younger, you know. Sure. If if the only, you know, craft breweries in the area were Church and Penn, sure. This, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Knocking socks off. Yeah, you got them. <laughs> well, we'll continue to drink on this. We're certainly not going to throw it out. No, it's fine. It's drinkable. It's not trash. But it's no. just, it's, yeah, I can't recommend it, though. But yeah. well, with that, we'll move on to news, notes, and neat for the week. Yes, let's. And I want to start with just a really quick, I don't know how you want to completely categorize it. It's, right. either, it's either a note or a neat. All right. <laughs> I don't know how neat it is, actually, but <laughs> I want the JRs. Neat. 
Yeah, JR's is neat. All right, so all right, we got that part. Coming. JR's is neat, but uh, they have uh, six packs of Halakahiki. Oh, for two ninety nine. What? Yeah, <laughs> really? And like, there's a lot of it. Really? I was feeling kind of bad. <laughs> I wish you'd have told me that earlier. Okay, yeah. I'd grab a six pack of that. Okay, that's well, a good you, golfing beer. Well, you still can. Oh, that's yeah, but you yeah. were there. I know, but I, now I, you can go be there. I don't want another stamp in my passport to go into Beaver County. There's a bunch or, of other... <laughs> I'm running out of pages. I don't want to have to go get a fourth booster to go into Beaver <laughs> County. <laughs> uh, but I mean, it's good for you. Go go, go yeah. to JR's yourselves. Like, the, I, I I was surprised at the amount of shit I like saw in JR's. Mm-hmm. They had a whole, they had at least three different four packs of um, uh, four fifty north. Oh yeah. Oh okay. Yeah, exactly. Who would fucking know about that? <laughs> okay. All right. And they're just gonna sit there because nobody's Who's gonna know. Nobody's in Beaver County is gonna spend twenty eight dollars on a four pack. Except for that one person that's listening on this show, right. That knows what we're talking about. Yeah. Or who has just learned that yeah. you can go get the <laughs> like the lucky they had a Lucky Charms one and they had two other cereal based. Oh, right on. Yeah. yeah. They're just there. They're in the coolers. Go Hanging check those out. out. Um looking cool. You know, they had a bunch of Aslin, they had uh some other shit that's there. Uh what 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 uh, what, uh we'll get it we'll they had a bunch of other beers that we'll get into in a minute mm-hmm. in the second segment. Um, I saw something else that ah, my brain just it pushed it in, just pushed it right out. <laughs> max capacity. Yeah, max capacity. It's the overflow. I just saw a bunch of beers there that I haven't seen other places per se. That is excellent news. That they're not, uh, and they're not locals. Mm-hmm. So if you're looking for uh, an interesting selection of non-local beers... Go check out JR's, and you don't have to pay fucking uh, Allegheny tax. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. What was that? The uh, the Honorado tax? Yeah, the Honorado tax. Yeah. <laughs> they also have, um, they, ha- they had some shit on sale. Mm. That I almost got into. They had some Sadie's. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. This is like, I almost got into it like you were a raccoon. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because they had, they had, I think we had it on a lost episode of this show. Okay. Uh, the 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 down east don't cider donut. Okay. Yeah. That sounds that sounded very familiar. Mm-hmm. But they had a, they had a bunch of four packs of that for four bucks. Shit. Yeah. I was like, I'm gonna get some Sadies, but I didn't. But <laughs> but you could. <laughs> I could. <laughs> but you could. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. They had some decent sales going on. There's warm weather coming. Yeah. Stock up. Yeah. Treat yourself. Yeah. They had, they had all kinds of Sadies. Nice. I want to get into it, but oh uh, yeah, that that was just a it, it didn't feel it didn't feel neat with how much Halakahiki was there, <laughs> but it, it felt sad. <laughs> well, like it wasn't this wasn't just like a clearance rack like the 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 Sides were the uh, Sides were clearance rack because they're just kind of out of season. Yeah, you know cider donut that that's much more of a winter flavor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're just kind of clearing those out. They had you know like. Less than 10 four packs. Of right. Donut. Right. There was fucking pallets. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> of of Halakahiki for $2.99. I'm like, well, that's for somebody. <laughs> I, might, I, might make, I might make a trip. Yeah. For $2.99? Yeah. I'll get in on that. Yeah. You, you know, hey, he's saving on 
somewhere because you're not saving on gas. But <laughs> <laughs> it's just a zero sum game at this point. Right. You'll make it up in another way. That's but, right. Yeah. But also, just in general, go check out uh, JR's. Yes. The, oh, that's the other fucking one I saw. I the brain has it. Ah, you caught up, did you? <laughs> the brain got it because it's also somewhere else in my notes. Um, but uh, earlier this week it was uh, three sixteen. What? What? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> and uh, with uh, three sixteen this year, what? <laughs> Steve Austin released a new beer. What? <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the the Elgus, the El Segundo Brewery. Mm-hmm. They, they they made that. Uh, the uh, Steve Austin IPA, mm-hmm. which is really good. It's, that's it, the Broken Skull. Yeah, the Broken Skull Ranch, uh, the IPA. It was really. It's a really good IPA. Mm-hmm. It's like clear and it's flavorful and it's it's pretty decent for like a, a middle of the road you know drinker. So if they if they change the label completely, you'd still drink it. Probably yeah. Okay. But I drink it more because it comes from Steve Austin. It's got his approval. <laughs> All right. <laughs> there it is. So what's this new one? Uh, the new one. Is an American logger. Mm. So now you have my attention. Yeah, something for somebody else. So yeah, and that somebody else is me. What? That somebody else is me. What? That somebody else is me. What? You I- want a logger? What? <laughs> <laughs> you want to pull one back? What? Four point six percent? What? What? Damn it! <laughs> you think you're funny? <laughs> you wait all week for this, haven't you? A little bit. <laughs> I don't even have a good response. I just hey. gotta sit back and take it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so is it is it available around here? Because I knew the uh... yeah, it was at JR's. Oh, that's what that's what the that's, okay. that's what All the right. brain was remembering. Nice. <laughs> yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. All right. Well then, JR's, you're gonna get my money soon. Yeah, JR's had both the IPA and the new American Lager. So nice. Check them out. So another quick hitter for me, Trogues. They're expanding. Cool. Uh, they are going to expand to a new 15,000 square foot building. Jesus. For a canning line. Just? Just a canning line. Canning and bottling. Uh, I'll give you that. Okay. Yeah, canning and bottling. But 15,000 square feet. Interesting. That's a big ass building. Yeah, it really is. How how close is it to the brewing facility? It's on the property. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and that was part of the reason they did that was that way they could you know expedite mm-hmm. their canning and bottling process, get the beer out faster and fresher. Yeah, which you know, Trogues is good for that sort of thing. Yeah, I mean they're already pretty known for how fresh their beers are. Yes, Nugget Nectar, Nimble Giant, mm-hmm. uh, the Wild Series, yes. all those. Yeah, so so yeah, uh, they are expected to open it and have it running by this fall. Fun. So you're going to be seeing more Trogues this fall. Okay, cool. Yeah. I'm yeah. not mad at that. <laughs> no, neither am I. Um, shout out to Breweries and PA. Blatantly stole that information from them. What? <laughs> All episode long. And <laughs> eh, maybe. All right. <laughs> we'll see. See how I feel. Okay. <laughs> so. Yeah. So that, that, that's just a, a news and a note and a neat. Cool. I'm just happy to see Pennsylvania breweries are expanding. Yeah. You know, with a canning line the size of a building that most breweries would would be envious of for the entire operation. <laughs> that you could that you could stick four arboretums in it <laughs> and an abjuration inside of <laughs> and still have room for bocce courts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that that's cool though. Mm-hmm. Uh I have one. Mm-hmm. And uh 
you know, I, I think I think this company might become the new brew dog on this show oh, if they if no. they keep going down this route. Oh no. Hi, Heineken. Hi, hi, Heineken. Heineken has released the first virtual beer. Huh? Yeah. What pray tell is a virtual beer? Virtual beer is just that a fake beer. And I, I feel like there needs to be more explanation to this that I don't want to do, but I will for you. You open this can of worms. I understand, and I have to. <laughs> <laughs> I have to because I hate it. <laughs> this made me so angry. <laughs> well, you have to get it out. Are you aware of what Decentraland is? Decentraland? Decentraland. No. So Decentraland is like the new... Uh, do you remember what Second Life was? Yes. Okay. Decentraland is new Second Life. Oh, okay. So it's it's basically uh, the Metaverse, but the Royal Crown version? Sure. I, I, I Metaverse is also tied into it as well. Oh, okay. But Decentraland is the, the fucking Bitcoin, Web3. Oh, oh okay. Dog shit, crypto. I'm too old to care about that. I know. You're, I know you're too old to care. I don't. I only care in as so far as it just is a sign of the decline of society mm. and that you should be aware of these harbingers. <laughs> <laughs> Another horseman's coming over the hills. Yeah. <laughs> oh, great. More whores beyond my comprehension yeah. because I was too apathetic to yeah. care. Pestilence is already here. Yeah. It, it is. The central land is basically sellable real estate. In the virtual space. That's so dumb. Yes, it is. And Heineken has already bought... The, a bunch of brands and companies have bought space. Why? To fucking advertise to the people who are in these spaces. Uh, <laughs> okay. And so Heineken has a virtual brewery, which people can meet up in, uh, and they okay. can host it. They can host events in. And I believe, like, some of the brewers showed up for the release of this. And uh, Okay. Yeah. It's all fucking terrible. It, I, <sighs> and, and then Heineken puts the spin on giving out virtual beer, which essentially amounts to a thing that you hold in your hand that your, your avatar holds in its hand. Okay. You can't drink or anything, but... <sighs> They put it out under the guise of irony huh? of saying, oh, we know that it's just a joke that you can't really drink it, do, do, do. but it's like, you're still doing it, though. But you, right. <laughs> yeah, uh. You're still doing it. You still built a virtual brewery. <laughs> the virtual brewery still exists. Right. It is. It's within your entity. Yeah, you're still that, doing it. That you created in <laughs> earnest. Just Yeah, just because... You say you're doing this in irony. <laughs> you're still doing it. Right. <laughs> if you realize this is all a joke and that it's silly how many brands have jumped onto the metaverse and Decentraland advertising and existence, you're still doing it. Right. <laughs> so, and the more and more I hear about this, the more I'm coming to realize that Ready Player One, as terrible of a movie as it was, yeah. is slowly becoming our reality. We will be living in the stacks in 20 years. But in like a shitty way. Yeah. Like the, it's so I I logged on 
Oh, okay. Yeah, I logged on to check it out. All right. Because <laughs> I wanted to see how like bad it was. So is it, is it supposed to be utilized with like, you know, VR goggles? You can do it with VR goggles, but I, I don't have that. I'm poor. So I <laughs> just went on the Firefox browser. You can just use a browser. <sighs> and you are the first thing that happens when you go on, you're prompted to either link your crypto wallet. Of course. Which your crypto wallet would hold all of your information. Mm -hmm. And I love how it's always constantly talked about how it's decentralization of things, except for your crypto wallet, which holds all of your information in one single space. So if you get hacked, you can lose all of your identity at once. (laughs) (laughs) Unlike how now you can just sign up for fake emails if you want. Right. (laughs) Or when you get your wallet stolen, you just get that amount of cash stolen. Right. And, you know, you can call the police and they'll do something about it. The actual police. (laughs) And there's proof. (laughs) Ridiculous. Uh, But yeah, I logged on and I did not do that because I do not have that. So I logged on as a guest. Nice. (laughs) And I wandered around as my little avatar and it was fucking broken. I couldn't go inside the virtual (laughs) brewery. (laughs) So the brewery was shut down, huh? More or less, like there's there was a, a bouncer avatar hanging outside of the brewery, and it said the event was over, but the brewery's still open. But I couldn't figure out a way in, <laughs> so then I just decided to wander around the other space that was like rendered in the area. Okay, and there was some weird fucking Santa Claus shooty game, <laughs> and there was a tent. And then there was a billboard that when you passed it, it flashed a pop-up to register for some anime game. And there was some unfinished space. Like, it looked like it was like a house. (laughs) (laughs) It looked like, or it looked like more like apartments that were sitting on top of a business space. Yeah. You know, so something you'd see, you know, like in downtown Allentown or whatever, you know, Mm -hmm. just like, you know, it's storefronts, but with apartments above it. Right, right. But it was all unfinished and there was nothing in it. (sighs) I don't want to care anymore. It was so. so, This seems so slapdash. It was. It was so. And but like, and then you, if you, you can be in these spaces and like you just look to the left (laughs) and there was just, just this giant garish. Heineken advertisement. <laughs> but then it made me think. So it doesn't matter. Like all the space is just for sale. Oh, and it doesn't matter what goes in because there's like unfinished dumb shit here. There's weird anime advertisements here. There's goof ass art installation here. There's nothing to stop you from buying space directly across from that space, the uh-huh. Heineken brewery. Yeah. That just says fuck Heineken and then lists all of the like is a ticker of everything <laughs> they do wrong. <laughs> like there's nothing to stop that. Right. Uh, I don't understand <laughs> why a, this exists. Because because it is the last frontier of capitalism. <sighs> Capitalize, capitalism's had a good run. I understand, but it's, it, 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 like, it's the last, it, it, all it is is like people trying to find a way to get rich. Oh, because, yeah. Because you can, essentially, there's no movement in the real world anymore. Right. Like the people who are rich are going to stay rich mm. and outside of like weird inheritances and marry marriages. Right. Or you, know, you can run a 4240. 
Yeah, 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 exactly. You're, you're not going to see a lot of movement of wealth anymore because you can just look at the way inequality is. Right. It's a, yeah, it's all locked up in the top 10, More top 10%. Pretty much, yeah. So the, this whole decentralization of things and this movement to online is just a way for people to make a last-ditch attempt to enrich themselves. Trying to get a new Old West. Right. How- Wild West. <laughs> yeah, however, we're seeing that brands move faster than people because you have no concept of this, but Heineken already has a virtual brewery. Nor do I want to have any concept of this. Yeah. And most people who are probably listening to this show don't have a right. I'm sure they're kind of zipping past 15 seconds at a time. It's like, this doesn't apply to me. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I think I I hope people are listening in a sense of just like, this is, that's so fucking stupid. And I hope they're sitting in their car and just like nodding along like, yeah, Steve, Adam, they know what's up. I just hope they're like getting ready to go smash some Heineken bottles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dumbass company. <laughs> but. Pabst Blue Ribbon. <laughs> Heineken. Fuck that shit. <laughs> that's, that is what Pabst needs to do. Yes. Paps, Paps had that resurgence because they grabbed the hipster mm-hmm. fucking crowd not too long ago. They had the resurgence with the art and grabbing the hipster crowd. And this is the new way to do it. You fucking grab the Luddites <laughs> who don't want anything to do with Web 3.0. <laughs> That's fine. You know what? I'll I'll give Paps my money. Absolutely. <laughs> so I can just go sit in the sunshine. Yeah. You grab the Luddites and you have them fucking revolt against bullshit like Heineken <laughs> virtual breweries. I'm okay with that. Yeah. And then, and then, like I said, purchase land directly across, mm-hmm. you know, virtual land. Yeah. Purchase, yeah. Purchase virtual real estate in this bunk ass second life. <laughs> it was dumb then. It's dumb now. Yes. It just has a little better graphics. It has, mm, it's really not that bad. Really? Better. It's really not. Oh, no. It, it, it looks, um, it looks worse than uh, PlayStation had something very similar. It was called PlayStation Home. Okay. And it, it was just kind of like a hub for meeting up. Mm-hmm. And like they had games within the world and you could visit uh, spaces that were essentially advertisements for new games coming out. Okay. You, yeah. You get like a demo here and artwork there. Yeah. It looks worse than PlayStation Home. <laughs> Because it has to. It has to it has to look worse in order to accommodate the people. So it who who is running this show? It's de- it's decentralized. Yeah, and but so somebody the server's gotta be somewhere. Right. The servers uh, I, somebody's gotta pay for them. I, I believe it's existing on a lot of these crypto uh, processing servers. Okay. All right, that are slowly killing our environment. Yeah. For us Luddites. Right. <laughs> Perhaps. You need to sponsor us. This is your chance, Paps. <laughs> Get in on the ground floor. And I guess by extension, Miller Coors. Yeah. But hey, you know what? <laughs> they get us a company Corvette each. Fine. <laughs> Who? <laughs> yeah. It, it, essentially, you know, like Miller Coors, they get to play both sides. Like, yeah. That way <laughs> no. I come out on top. <laughs> I always come out on top. <laughs> they get to have the Paps revolutionary arm, but then Miller Coors has its own fucking dumbass virtual Jeez space. Louise. <laughs> The Northrop Grumman of yeah. virtual space. Yeah, terrible. All right. Well, good luck to all of those people and to <laughs> Heineken and what was it? Heineken Silver. Heineken Silver. Great. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Have fun with that. 
Yeah. Enjoy I'll, enjoy your non-beer. I'll be in the sunshine drinking actual beer. A bunch of dildos. Possibly paps if they, you know, throw us a little something. Yeah. So we'll start with, you know, a t-shirt and a hat and a Jeep. We'll start with a Jeep. Make, a, make Paps Cherry. <laughs> Ooh. There you go. <laughs> Give me a Paps Cherry. Yeah, all right. See what we can do with that. <laughs> all right. Let's, all right. Let's end on something... Positive. Decent. Decent. Okay. Decent. All right. It's, it's not necessarily positive, but it is decent. Uh, Hoot Design for Sip Brew Box. Yes. And a marketing firm have come together to make a... Uh, it, it's kind of like things we've seen in the past with uh, like Brave Noise and uh, uh, the Black Lives Matter mm-hmm. uh, beer initiative. It, but it's not a full-on collaboration. Okay. It is a Ukrainian supportive beer label. Oh, okay. And the and the beer label is free for any breweries to use. Mm-hmm. But there's not like it, the label was devised by Jen Borer, mm-hmm. who works at Hoot Design. She's graphic designer there. Right. Does designs for other breweries. Um so it's not coming it, it's not like Black is Beautiful, which originated from Weathered Souls, which mm-hmm. originated with an actual recipe. Right. There's no beer recipe with this. There's a label. Mm-hmm. So you can make whatever beer you want. Whatever you feel fits the bill. <laughs> yeah, whatever you feel fits the bill. And it's just, you know, uh, in support of the Ukrainian people mm-hmm. as, you know, they are being invaded right now. Right. Which uh, is fucking terrible. <laughs> Let's not go down that path. Yeah. We all know that it's it's awful. Right. Like I, like I said, we're, it's not positive, it's decent. Yes, yes. But it, it is a way for you to sh- both show your support mm-hmm. and as part of the initiative, uh, Hoot Design and First Sip and this marketing firm, uh, EG, EGC, mm-hmm. which is also the company that uh, does the Craft Beer Marketing Awards, they're they're suggesting that if you want to use this label, mm-hmm. do the right thing and donate ten percent of the proceeds. Yes, from the sales that you make off that beer to you know things like helping uh, refugees and mm-hmm. agreed. Yeah, the, yeah, don't be a shit. <laughs> <laughs> don't do this performatively. Yeah, just, back it up. Just to put the label out there mm-hmm. and you know, you know what? I'll even help them out. Yeah. With a beer idea. Okay. A gold nail with blueberries. Sure, that's a thing. Well, you, you look at the flag. Yeah. It's it's blue and gold. Right. You know, yeah. gold nail with blueberries. Yeah. And if you really want to, you know, zhuzh it up a little bit, sunflower seeds. Okay, yeah. Get some sunflower seeds in there. Yeah. Toast some sunflower seeds. Hell Put yeah. those in there. Yeah, you can do that too. There you go. Or you can just, I don't know, do a Ukrainian... Pilsner or something. <laughs> well, that's yeah. I, I, I'm sure they have. I'm sure they have. You know, styles and recipes that you can mimic. Absolutely. But yeah, uh, on top of that, First Sip Brew Box is offering a specialty box, which I, I imagine is going to include a uh, shirt that also features the same design mm-hmm. of the beer label. Right. Which is it's you know a peace sign, which I believe also incorporates sunflowers in the peace sign. Makes sense. So it's like you know, a dove and some sunflowers and mm-hmm. yeah. And of course it's also blue and yellow. But right. Yeah. So you can you can pick up a specialty first sip brew box uh that is uh, for helping out the people of Ukraine. It's a good thing. You know, uh, uh again, I hope I hope because we've had so many instances 
with like the campfire and black is beautiful and right of breweries not paying up <laughs> right i think you know it's less stringent this time because it's just an offering of a free label but be cool but yeah please don't do what you do with your facebook profile picture <laughs> and just slap up a ukrainian flag <laughs> like if you're going to use this beer label Please, you know, also yes. back it up and donate. <laughs> yeah, do it. Do it in earnest. Please yeah. and thank you. Yeah, that would be the best. Yes. But otherwise, yeah. Shall we get back to this beer? Yeah. Otherwise, let's come back to the Shiner, the Brewer's Pride of Collins Street Bakery Pastry Fruitcake Barrel fabri- Fabricated Porter. <laughs> it is the Shiner Brewer's Pride Collins Street Bakery Fruitcake Pastry Porter. Yeah. That one. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I, <laughs> I got a lot of those words. <laughs> you, you got them, and some of them were even in the right order. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, I, we we continued through the, this beer, and I don't think it changed that much to change my opinion. No. It was fine. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's still, still standard def. As it, as it warmed up, it just got more brown and less sweet. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it did. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's it's fine. It's yeah, fine. it was fine. It wasn't even I don't know. It doesn't even really stand out as a porter. No, we've, we've already remarked on how like it, it looked less of a porter than we're used to. Yeah, and it really wasn't like that roasty or bitter. Mm-mm. So, so yeah. it it was fine. It was fine. But we're just gonna move on. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. So we're going to move on to segment two, where mm-hmm. we're going to be doing something else. Yes. Would you like to guess what? No, I know. <laughs> I set you up perfectly, and you walked away from it. I know. <laughs> I also know. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back. All right. First Sip Brew Box is a -a one-of-a-kind subscription service for craft beer lovers based right here in Pittsburgh. Every month, First Sip will send you a box full of craft beer enthusiast essentials, including t-shirts, glassware, and even food. Right now, our friends at First Sip Brew Box have an offer for you. Just sign up for a three-month subscription and get your fourth month free. Just enter the code HOPUSA when you sign up at firstsipbrewbox.com. That's H-O-P-U-S-A at checkout to get your fourth month free at firstsipbrewbox.com. Dot com. Welcome back to episode 240 of the Ob Nation USA podcast. And we've got another beer and we'll almost be ready to explain how the first one fucking fit into anything. <laughs> there was a reason for it. It wasn't just randomly taken out of my beer fridge. Right. But first, let's move on to the second one. Yes, let's. And uh, this one is coming from Canada. 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 Uh, more specifically, it's coming from St. Hyacinth, Quebec, Canada. Quebec. And this is from the Brasseurs du Monde. Mm. And it is their Le Abracoth. The what? Le Abracoth. Le Abracoth. Le Abracoth. Oh, all right. And it is a wheat beer with apricot and tea. Ooh. Yes. Uh, so taking the untapped description mm-hmm. and then throwing it through Google Translate. <laughs> like any good American. <laughs> because it was all in French because... <laughs> They are from Quebec, and the Quebec hate anything that isn't French. <laughs> yeah, good fishing up in Quebec. Uh, yeah, good fishing up in Quebec. <laughs> uh, they they say, though, that Abricoth is a Belgian white beer that has been infused with black tea and apricot. So, 
Oh. Yeah. You, you're supposed to get some of the thirst-quenching sweetness of the tea tannins and then a light freshness of the fruit. That actually sounds really good. I know. Well, it sounded good just like looking at it at JR's, which is where I picked this one up. Ah, okay. Uh, you know, to just go back to JR's for a second. <laughs> yes, I was at JR's and I found this beer and then they had a bunch of other beers from Canada. Hmm. Uh, there was one from a, a brewery called Corsair. That okay. I've, I've never really heard of. Mm-hmm. But I think they're they're all canned by the same company, whoever does the canning. Gotcha. And okay. so they just come in like a package mm-hmm. deal. <laughs> you get you, you get, get the Brasseurs du Monde, you get Corsair, and there was another one that was involved. Oh, who so, knows what it, be, what it is. Yeah. I, I think it's the same way we see um, – anytime you see Ellicottville now, mm-hmm. feels like you see Empire. Ah. Yeah. yeah. And if you look, like their labels are very, very similar. Interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. I, I feel like I can't I can't see an Ellicottville beer without seeing an Empire beer. Mm-hmm. So um this one though, uh just to back up for a second, is five point three on the ABVs. And uh apparently pairs well with pork cheese, of course, French. <laughs> of course, yeah. Poisson. <laughs> Poisson? Poisson, fish. Oh, <laughs> That's right. the only French word I really know for some reason. <laughs> and uh, this looks like a picture of a, it. There's no words. It's all pictures. So you have to guess that's, I guess that's a cake. Well, that, I guess, that makes sense because, you know, you have to worry about the English speakers and the francophones. Right, yeah. <laughs> all the pictures are for the people from Toronto. They're <laughs> dumbing it down for them. <laughs> Stupid Leafs fans, yeah. here. <laughs> Goes with here. It goes with these things. Point to these things, and you know them. <laughs> it's a Denny's menu on a can. <laughs> a poisson. <laughs> but yeah, so we'll open this one up. All right. I'm actually looking forward to this one, girl. Jeez, oh, <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> open a damn beer. Alrighty then. We've poured up the lebrakot. Yes. I'll let you say that the entire episode. Sure. And I'm doing it wrong anyway, so <laughs> but I do not have the shame or the I don't I don't have those things that people have that make them feel bad about doing things wrong. <laughs> it's just he's gonna let it fly. Yeah. But the yeah, the, the uh, Burkoth by Brasotus Dumont. Uh yeah. Pairs with Poisson. <laughs> That's fish. That's fish. <laughs> it looks really nice. It does. And uh, as a wheat beer. It has a very nice yellow-orange look to it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very yeah. classic. Yeah, very yellow-orange. Uh, also very cloudy, hazy. Just, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's it, it's almost... It's actually kind of opaque. It is. For as light as, it, as light as it is in color, it's opaque. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, I didn't see when you first poured it up. How was the, uh, the head on it? It was pretty decent. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. On the nose, it is so... Uh, Tea, it, you get both the tea and the uh, apricot. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not, it, I, I'm i not smelling a fake apricot. No. You know, it no. seems legit. Um, It does smell, the. I, it, I, don't, I, I can't call it fake, but uh, I, I'm a drinker of the Celestial Seasons mm-hmm. uh, teas. Yeah. And it, even though it smells like, uh, apricot. It also smells very much of um, Celestial Seasonings has a uh, uh, a peach tea. Okay. It smells very much of the peach tea as well. Well, I mean, apricots and peaches aren't that far off from each other. Right, right. So they're both yeah. pitted fruits. 
or stone fruit. Stone if you're, fruit. Stone fruit. Actually. <laughs> actually. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it smells good, nice and bright, yeah. inviting, especially for this time of year. Yeah, it smells like I'm going to be into it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Let's find out if you are. Hmm. I don't hate it. I, I I am surprised by what it was, but then not <laughs> surprised. So I, if somebody had just handed this to me, I don't know that I would like it nearly as much uh, as compared to you know being able to read the can and see mm-hmm. what it's about. Yeah. Because typically I'm not a tea drinker. Right. You are, obviously. Yeah. So this is definitely much more up your alley. Yeah, it is. And, and that's... That I hey it even threw me because <laughs> it, what it is is it's very very dry mm-hmm. on the tea and then it has a lingering tea aftertaste. Absolutely yes. Yeah. Uh, you actually took the words right out of my mouth that I feel like I've got tea mouth, which I know is not a thing, yeah. but I'm gonna make it a thing. It's a it's a thing when you drink enough tea. Yeah, <laughs> you got tea mouth. <laughs> this is not uh yeah this is not fucking Turner's time. Mm-mm. So if you're <laughs> no. If you're thinking, no, this is a this is a dry herbal tea. Mm-hmm. It is, uh, it's nice. I like it. I I would kind of put it in in the realm of like a sun tea with like a lighter amount of sugar in it. Right. It's not very sweet at all, mm-hmm. uh, despite you know being fruit based. Yeah, and also let's remember it's also beer. Yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> that sugar was put to use elsewhere. Now let me ask you this: I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit. Yeah. How would you put this as compared to the caution brewing tea beer? Mm, you know, that's that, that's a hard ask. Okay. Because it's two different types of tea. Ah, okay. And this is much uh even though they say it's a black tea, mm-hmm. uh that's kind of hard to pinpoint down what they mean. I think it's more of just like a down the middle black tea. Mm. Whereas caution brewing is an English uh breakfast tea. Which is also a black tea, mm. but it's much more focused on being sweet and gotcha. uh, welcoming. Uh, this is the, you know what? Abita also released a English black tea that w- that they made with honey and lemon. Ah, okay. A cough drop beer. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it was, it was very good and they haven't... Put it out in years. I think it, it was released in like 2018. They, mm. I don't think I've ever seen it again. Okay, <laughs> it was very good. I loved it. <laughs> I beat it. Make it again. Yeah, do it, do it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I would put that one closer to this one. Okay, but this one is. Uh, I feel like we've had something more similar to this in the past, but it, it's not. Uh, it's not coming to mind at the moment. Mm. I mean, this is even closer to. This is even closer to the peach tea Carolina Reaper beer that we made. Yeah. If you rip the Carolina Reaper out of that You're beer. You're looking at this. It, it would be very close to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think this is a very well-crafted beer, especially if you're somebody that likes tea. Mm-hmm. If you're a tea head, yeah, find this beer and drink it. Yeah. They have a uh, they have another one that I saw at JR's. It was blueberry. Oh. And so I was kind of just tossing oh. a coin. Did I want this one or the blueberry one? So. I don't know that you would have gone wrong either way. Yeah, probably so. not. But yeah, this one's enjoyable, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll keep drinking it. But uh, in the meantime, yes. on to 
what the theme of the show means. Yeah. <laughs> Only took us 45 minutes to get here. Yeah, you're finally at the point to figure out what the hell is happening. <laughs> so like I said, we, we were going to talk about a TV show. Yes. And uh, it's just something to, I think it's a TV show that's a little bit off the beaten path, and I think people might enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it is a Canadian TV show. Yes. Hence, we are drinking a Canadian beer for this segment. Yes. Uh, the show is called Last One Laughing. Canada. Canada. And then that's because there's a lot of... I'll get into the history a bit more um, in a second. But yeah, we have a Canadian beer for this segment. Mm. The first segment, it was uh, a fruitcake. Yes. Fruitcake as in, you know, because we have a lot of comedians on this show that mm. you would consider fruitcakes. But also there, it was the Colin Street Bakery mm-hmm. and Colin Mockery. Of whose line is it anyway? Yeah. Fame. And Canada fame. Okay. Well, yeah, he, he's just a general, you know, purpose, he all would, around good Canadian. He, he would be a celebrity in Canada. <laughs> but, you know, Colin Street, Colin Mockery. There you go. Now you're now you're on the jazz. You're caught up. But yeah, Colin Mockery is on this show. Uh, so is Tom Green. Yeah. Which nobody would not know him. <laughs> right. And weird take on him. Yeah. When did he turn into a chubby Keanu Reeves? I, you know, I don't know because I've never seen him with the long hair like this right. either. <laughs> it long, yeah, long hair and a beard. I shouldn't even say chubby, more of a husky. Yeah. Because he's not yeah. really fat or anything like that. Well, he's I just, think, you know, filled out. I, yeah, I don't even think it's fair to say husky. It's just the fact that Keanu Reeves is so <laughs> in shape for, for right. being 50. <laughs> so he's a Canadian Keanu Reeves. Yeah. He enjoys his beer and poutine. Yeah, Tom, Tom Green looks pretty damn good for being 50. <laughs> <laughs> right. Especially for the stuff that he was doing in his 30s. Right. So, yeah, it's uh, uh, Tom Green, and then you also have uh, Dave Foley. Mm-hmm. Of from New Kids in the, in the Hall? Not New Kids in the Hall, just Kids in the Hall. Kid, oh, my God. <laughs> I've got all my 90s things, references <laughs> all crossed up here. Um, uh, you also have Caroline Ray, who some people will remember from Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Mm-hmm. And you have uh, Jean Lajoie. Mm-hmm who people will remember as Taco from The League. Yes. But also just his very funny uh, music that's that, like blew up on the YouTubes. He was, yeah, he was the leading edge on the YouTubes. Yeah. He was the first part of Web 2.0. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, you have uh, K. Trevor. Oh, I forget his last name. K. Trevor Wilson. K. Trevor Wilson from Letterkenny. Yes. Squirrely Dan. Yeah, Squirrely Dan for everybody. Uh, and then you have a couple other uh, lesser knowns for me, at least mm. uh, Canadian uh, Canadian comedians I didn't recognize. But the premise of this show is they bring all these comedians into a space, and they have them compete by not laughing, <laughs> <laughs> which sounds like a terrible premise until you start watching it. Right, <laughs> it, because it is the most natural thing in the world to <laughs> want to laugh. And as we've already mentioned, some of these people are the funniest people that have ever existed. <laughs> I, for me, like Dave Foley and Tom Green oh, yeah. are two of the funniest people that have ever existed Yes, that I know of. And, uh, and for me, I would put Colin Mockery up there. Mm-hmm. I mean... Yeah. Yeah, he's he's funny as well. And, uh, you know, obviously, K. Trevor is funny. Yes. Um, and so it turns into a game show of... Who is the last one laughing or essentially not laughing? Right. Because as the show goes on, the, the comedians are trying to make each other laugh. 
in a confined space. <laughs> While trying not to laugh themselves. Right. And every time they smile, they, they, they'll get like a penalty card. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then if they smile or laugh again, they're eliminated. Yes. So just to back up on the show, though, mm-hmm. just to where it comes from. The, uh, I was I learned about this show because I watched the original version of this show. Where is the original from? The original version of this show is from Japan. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So uh, this this is just kind of a peer into the weird media that I <laughs> that I get into. <laughs> Welcome to Steve's Rabbit Holes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is why this, this one is one I picked, and then in a future episode, Adam will pick one. <laughs> but I'll give you a little peer into the weird media that I get into. Uh, so the original show is called Documental. Okay. And it is, it's from Japan and it was devised by a comedian in Japan by the name of Hitoshi Masumoto. Oh, okay. Okay. So Hitoshi Masumoto has been, he, he's like, uh, Japan's comedy scene is very different from our scene. I don't know that, I didn't know Japan had a comedy scene. It's huge. It, Didn't they, know that they have a huge comedy scene, but it's very insular, mm. and it doesn't uh, it doesn't like translate to us as well. At least not all of it. Mm. Some of it does, and what really translates is uh, the Japanese love slapstick. Okay, all right, and they love extreme humor in the style of Jackass. Okay, which is kind of what plays into this original documental. Yes, um, but uh, Hitoshi Masamoto participates uh, participated in a yearly show that happened every new year's oh okay and it was called uh it, it was called like a batsu game mm-hmm. and batsu just means punishment yeah it's a punishment game <laughs> and the game was that him and four other comedians they they lived out some weird scenario <laughs> <laughs> of like they they were detectives for a day or they were <laughs> yeah <laughs> and it just changed <laughs> ridiculous. It, yeah it like changed every year but the it Essentially, it broke down to every time they laughed, mm-hmm. they would get hit with a stick. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I would watch the crap out right. of it. And, the, and then the stick eventually kind of, as they got older, it turned into a fucking pool noodle. Yeah. But it's still, you know, <laughs> unpleasant. <laughs> but every time they laughed, they got hit. <laughs> and it, it's very funny and some of the things don't necessarily translate because mm-hmm. uh, I mean obviously just culturally referential yeah if you don't get what the you know government or you know who right. they're referencing what mm-hmm. other actor but it, it, it was it's it was a very cool kind of show but also like there's the slapstick so it's still funny at a level yeah uh, even if you don't get a basic human level yeah it's yeah and uh and there's other things in there that you'll laugh at because it, it gets into like jackass style humor as mm-hmm. well. One of the uh, thing, but that's how he, I guess he translated that into documental. Okay. And that's where he created the show of bringing comedians into a space and they would compete. And the way that show was set up, it was set up so that they had to bring in each of them had to put up a million yen of their own money. Oh, okay. And it maybe this is just a framing device, or maybe it really goes down this way. Yeah. But they put up a million dollars of their own money. A million yen. A million Big yen. Big difference. Big difference, yeah. But <laughs> they, they put up a million yen, to, and then they would win 10 million yen. 
Okay. All right. And basically take home take everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Like I was saying, like not all of the Japanese humor is going to translate because the way their comedy scene is, it, a lot of it is uh, comedians working in duos. Mm. So it's it's almost similar to like old vaudeville. Okay. And and they have like they have bits and routines mm. that they have set up, but not necessarily stand up the way we see it here in America. Right. It wasn't a five minute set. Right. Right. But then they also have, you know, they also just get into some crazy, goofy shit. <laughs> so, Which translated well into this current show. Right. So from, I think, I, I guess, like, Documentals, the fifth season premiered this year. Okay. And I think around the third season is when you started seeing these other international flavors mm-hmm. pop up. And... uh I've seen the Australian one, which I think came out last year during the pandemic. Okay. Or, yeah, whatever. <laughs> it, it's... I mean, yes, the pandemic was on, but I meant 2020. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, they, uh, and it was hosted by Rebel Wilson. Ah, yes. So, mm-hmm. a bit of a famous Australian. She she was the host, but she didn't participate. She, right. She was the one that was giving out the, the red cards and the yellow cards. Mm-hmm. She was the referee. Yeah. Hanging yeah. out in the lodge. Right. <laughs> So, yeah, I watched, I watched that, and it translated pretty well. And now this year, they've done a Canadian version. Mm-hmm. And I thought, okay, there's enough, uh, there, there are enough stars in this yes, that we can talk about it because we recognize enough of these. <laughs> especially in our age bracket. Right, right, exactly. You know, if you say this to some 21-year-old about, you know, Dave Foley, yeah. you know, good luck. Yeah, they, 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 but they have finally made a... They finally made a version that, like, I think Americans would enjoy. Yes. But, uh, you know, without having Americans on it. <laughs> uh, I don't think they've made a British version yet. I'm kind of surprised at that. Um, you know, it, it'll happen soon enough, I imagine. And I kind of hope they never do an American version because they Same. will ruin it. Yeah. Uh, we'll get to that. I think I think we'll end this segment okay. by trying to cast the best possible yeah. ones. Yeah. And I've got a few in mind. But but I think you're right. It, it is so hard. American comedy is so hard to make work in these for other formats. Yes. And it, it's it's actually a shortcoming on our comedians' parts. Mm. But that doesn't mean that's something somebody won't try. And maybe it will be a success. Right. Despite itself. Yeah. We can, we can talk about another show as well when we get into that. But mm. just to come back to uh, Last One Laughing... They do their best. We mentioned where, like, all, all of these co- comedians come from. Mm-hmm. They have different backgrounds. They have backgrounds in improv or music or whatever Tom Green is. <laughs> <laughs> just Tom Green? Yeah. just There is no one other, like, <laughs> than Tom Green. <laughs> Tom Green is a singular entity. <laughs> Unto which no one else can approach. Right. And it's very apparent during the show that he has his own entity and... <laughs> Yeah, he is he is incredibly hard to crack. Oh, <laughs> and he's so funny. Yeah, he's so funny. He and he just deadpans people the entire time. Yes. But yeah, you have like stand-up comedians, you have and uh, you you see early on like the way dynamics work of mm-hmm. like two comedians will start pairing off mm-hmm. and talking to each other. And I, I think like there's a good one that happens between John LeJoie and Kate, Trevor, yes, that they're uh, him and Squirrely Dan. They're like <laughs> they're going back and forth, and then they just one of them says something, and it, it, just, it just pops off. Yeah, and it just twists it. And I just think it's it's an incredibly funny show to watch. And then uh, 
I'll give you a spoiler early on <laughs> that the it's very Canadian. <laughs> so they introduce a lot of Canadian things. Yes. Including <laughs> PK Subban. <laughs> Which I was not expecting whatsoever. No. <laughs> but P.K. Subban shows up and is like, well, of course a hockey player is on. Oh, P.K. Subban's doing that? Huh. Okay. And he keeps going. <laughs> yeah. It's great. Um, the show is uh, the show is also hosted by uh, Jay Baruchel. Yes. Who some people will probably recognize from, uh, what, what was the end of the world movie with Seth Rogen? Uh, I know exactly what you're talking about. This is it. Is that what it I, is? I think so. I mean, yeah. he was also in Tropic Thunder. He was in Tropic Thunder. He's also in Goon. Yes. Yeah. So, but pick sixty nine. <laughs> that number's hilarious. <laughs> you'll you'll recognize him from all those movies. But yeah, he's the host. He's the one dealing out the referee cards. Mm, does a good job. Does a good job. Yeah. He also has uh, some very funny bits with Jean Lejoie as well. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it it was. It, it, I knew nothing when we started watching this. Uh, you just said, hey, check the show out. All right, cool. And going through the, you know, the introductions, and it's like, oh, this person's on there. Oh, they got this person. Like, okay, I see what's going on. This is going to be good. I honestly didn't have very high expectations mm -hmm. because it was buried on Amazon Prime. Right. Like, ah, okay, we'll see what happens here. And then within the first 15 minutes, hooked. Yeah. I was absolutely hooked. Yeah. So I think it's, again, uh, Amazon Prime, I believe, has the rights to the original documental. Okay. So they've been showing documental, and then I just assume they just have the rights to all the other, mm -hmm. uh, the LOLs that come out, because I've seen it, like, I see them all advertised in the, you may also like. Yeah. Which is how I figured out there was an Australian version, because <laughs> I finished, like, in a season of documental, and I was like, oh, there's Australian? and. Oh. Rebel Wilson, okay. And then there's a Spanish version. I, I mean, multiple, mm -hmm. uh, you know, uh, South American uh, language ones. And I believe there's a couple uh, Eastern European ones. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, I don't know any of that. So I'm not. <laughs> One of the other things that was nice with the, the Canadian version was it was uncensored. Yeah. You know, you could just let fly. And there's a couple of, couple of times where a, you know, a participant will say something that in ordinary television, you would never hear them say, mm -hmm. and it catches everybody completely off guard, and it's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, they, they can, they get pretty extreme on that, but they do not get as extreme as the Japanese version. Oh, really? So the Japanese version goes like, like jackass, <laughs> deep, deep levels of fucked up. Oh, okay. And I'll, like, I'll just, I forget what season it was, but there, there is one incident of there is a comedian with like his pants down uh -huh. and all the other comedians are making fun of his penis. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And then one of the comedians is inspecting his penis with, <laughs> with like a glove. <laughs> Hold on. It gets better. Oh no. He's, so he's holding, he's holding his <laughs> penis up with a glove and like making it jump and laugh at it. And then the guy just pees. What the shit? <laughs> he, what? He, he just pisses right in the middle of the room. <laughs> but he made two people laugh with that. So <laughs> Only two? Yeah, well, but he got two. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't want to see male nudity, but I kind of want to see this. Well, okay, so now here's the thing. Uh, it, 
Japan censors it. Oh, you're right. Yeah, they do censor the genitals. So, all right, so we're all right. We're back in. Yeah, <laughs> so you can you can watch that. <laughs> wow, talk about absolute commitment. Yeah, you're standing in the middle of a room it, with your other people. Yeah, you just eh, time to take a whiz. Right. <laughs> yeah, standing in a room with a bunch of other guys. One guy's touching the penis, <laughs> and you go, you know what would be funny right now <laughs> if I pissed. <laughs> Cameras are rolling. Yeah. So, no, the Canadian version doesn't go that dark. <laughs> no, no, it, it does get in that arena, though. We won't go any further mm-hmm. on that. No, no, there there is some wild stuff, and it's very it's very funny. Yes. It's very worth watching. So, yeah, I, I can't recommend this show enough as something off the beaten path, mm. something that you wouldn't expect. And it's a, it's only six episodes. Right. You know? It's not that much of an investment. Right, right. Yeah, you're not, you don't have to get too invested, but you, know, you get to see a lot of comedians that you've known. Maybe you find a new one you like. <laughs> there, there, there was a little bit of a trip down memory lane. Yeah. Seeing all these all these old heads from, from my youth. Right. You know, still doing it. Yeah. And still being good at it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I want to give it away or not. There's just one bit that Tom does <laughs> that is incredibly like it's so surreal. <laughs> yeah, uh, everything that Tom Green does yeah, yeah. is surreal. Yeah, it just gets into deep levels of sur- uh, surreality. Yeah. Well, I'm curious which one you're talking about. Uh, his clown bit. Oh yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Laugh my ass off to that. Yeah. <laughs> it's so fucking great. <laughs> but. Uh, the the other change uh, for the Canadian version mm-hmm. is that it's they're not playing uh, they're not playing for money for themselves they mm-hmm. are playing for charity much more like you would see on American TV shows right, right. you know but hey that's still fine yeah it's still I'm, fine you know yeah. I'm not gonna hate on that yeah it's still fine they're still competing so <laughs> yeah and the, it, it seems like they're into it as well right, yeah. you know there was a certain level of competition going on it wasn't just sort of right. phoning it in well of course because when you're told you can't do the one thing you always do. Right. And then you have to make somebody else mm-hmm. do it. Yeah. Do the thing that you've, you know, centered your life around. Right. It, it really it really does boil down to, like, trying to... You don't necessarily care about the, the, the charity. You care about trying to be the funniest person in the right. room. <laughs> and, and, I, and I have a hunch that some of them have to feed off of that, yeah. have to feed off of laughter. So yeah. it's just killing them that nobody is laughing oh, at yeah, them. Oh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. It's like, yeah. I need this. I need this. <laughs> They're jonesing to get somebody. Get somebody <laughs> to enjoy this delicious <laughs> cheese sandwich. <laughs> oh, they kept going back to the well on that one. <laughs> but... Yeah, it, uh, again, you know, check it out, Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. Check out the other seasons of what, whatever you I don't care. Watch the fucking Turkish version if you find it. But <laughs> Is there a Turkish version? I don't know. I assume. Uh, it seems like a thing they would do. <laughs> yeah, it's just one of those shows that gets, you know, disseminated out through the <laughs> universe, which, um, which kind of brings me to another show I like, and maybe we'll talk about it in the future, but there's a show from England called Taskmaster. Yes. And they bring a bunch of comedians together, and then they have them run tasks, essentially. Mm-hmm. Play puzzles, play games. It's sort of like Survivor, but not on an island. Right. And it's just a... It's also very funny in, the, in the way they uh, bring that about. But it's a that is a show that went all throughout the world. Mm-hmm. There's a Russian version, a Swedish version. You know, there's all kinds of versions of that show. And then they tried to make it in America. 
and it fell right on its fucking ass. <laughs> <laughs> so what did they try to change to make it Americanized? It's not so much that they tried to change anything. It's just it didn't come out funny. <sighs> and it's so weird to and, me. And it's partially because they didn't. So laugh out la- uh, last one laughing. Mm-hmm. They have some of the top Canadian comedians. Right. You know, that's kind of undeniable. The only way you could have made that show bigger was bring on Mike Myers. Right. You know, or Jim Carrey. And I don't know that they would have helped anymore. Yeah, exactly. Because they... they, Well, Jim Carrey might have. Well, okay, Jim Jim Carrey... Jim Carrey and Tom Green in the same room. put them together? Would have been fucking crazy. I'd pay good money to see (laughs) that. (laughs) But, you know, when they made this Taskmaster, the biggest... The biggest name in the room, I think, was Reggie Watts. Okay, which, all right, I recognize him. Yeah, and he, he was playing the host. He was oh. he was the taskmaster. Okay. But then after that, I, I don't even really remember any of the other comedians that were on that show. So they were all up-and-comers, trying to make a name for themselves. Up-and-comers, or just people who, like, have been languishing, maybe, in, you know, mm. in, in the mid-realm. Yeah. They, di- they didn't go all out to bring on, like, the funniest people they could. Right. They went with the Seth Meyers crowd. Rather than the David Letterman crowd. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. You know what I mean? The late, <laughs> yeah. late comedians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, it just, American comedians in general, though, don't do well with these kind of shows. Which is weird. Yeah. Because there, there's so many, and I blame George Carlin in a way. <laughs> I'm listening. So many of our stand-up comedians want to be George Carlin. To be fair, he is on the Mount Rushmore. Right. <laughs> because George Carlin is one of the funniest people ever. Yes. The thing is, a lot of the comedians also lost. They they spend so much time trying to be silly, or they spend so much time trying to be socially poignant mm-hmm. that they forgot that Carlin was also just fucking silly sometimes. There were some bits that were just absurdist. Yeah, he would just do absurdist like wordplay bits. Yeah. And he would just like do goofy fucking little poems. And there and were some of, those are some of his best bits. Yeah, they're, I mean, they're funny, you know? And like not everything has to be socially hard hitting. So like when you forget to be silly. <laughs> right. And you try to be like serious and self-important on, you know, a show about making other people laugh. Yeah. You know, it, and, and, and you're always worried about your image because you want to try to maintain some sort of celebrity. Mm. And, and I think that was kind of the other thing with some of these old heads that were on there. Mm. They didn't care anymore. Right. You know, they were there to win. Right. They were there to win and just have fun. Right. Yeah. You know, they wasn't like, you know, they had to try to get their career to that next level. Mm-hmm. They're already there. Yeah. They did everything they set out to do. Yeah. So let's just let's just have some fun. Let's get at it. Yeah. So it's like if you if you tried to make that show in America, like the biggest comedians in America right now, I would probably say are like Joe Rogan. Yeah. I mean, I don't even think he's that good at comedy, but he's the name recognition. He's yeah. got name recognition. Yeah. Um, Tim Dillon. Yeah. But he's not silly. I don't think he would give over to being silly on a show like that. Right. It, Dave Chappelle, I, I could see. No, no, again, Dave Chappelle has earned so much money and recognition. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe half-baked Dave Chappelle would be on. Right. Well, I, and, I, and I, I, that's, to me, that would be his way out of, I've made it, I've done everything I want to. I kind of want to go back to half-baked Dave Chappelle. Yeah, maybe. Maybe that's his, you know, like, okay, this is the way I'm going to do it, is go on this show and do that. Yeah. I could see that. Yeah. So, in like, Bill Burr, I couldn't see doing it. Nope. Uh, you know, just nope. so many other comedians who just, like, they, they 
they're too they they put too much of a serious air on mm-hmm. that you can't imagine them being silly. Right. Yeah, it, and but I I already have one person that has to be on this show. Mm-hmm. It's Ryan Styles. I thought he was Canadian as well. I thought he was American. <laughs> Let's go to the phones. Go to, yeah, you go to the phones and look that up because I thought I thought Ryan Styles and Colin Mockery were both Canadian and came from Canadian. and came from the original Who's line from Canada. But you can look that up. I I do have one though that I think would be perfect. He was born April twenty second, nineteen fifty nine, in Seattle, Washington. Oh, okay, so. Okay, Ryan Stiles could be on that. Yes, but he is also an American-Canadian actor. Oh. So maybe it's dual citizenship? Maybe. We'll round up to American. Okay. Come on, Ryan. Come maybe, on, Dad. Maybe he was born in America but grew up in Canada. That makes sense. Okay. That makes sense. A, a perfect one, though. Yes. Conan O'Brien. Oh, shit. Yes. Conan O'Brien, <laughs> in, he, made, he made so much of his bones off of being silly and just trying to make people laugh mm-hmm. when he goes out and does his man on the street shit. And he doesn't like, care how he looks. Right. He has no problem looking like a buffoon, mm-hmm. but is also very, very talented yes. at you know doing that. And has no problem like if something falls flat because mm-hmm. he the people <laughs> around him don't know what the hell he's Some up the to. Funniest shit. Yeah. <laughs> just watching it just bomb. Yeah. I think Conan O'Brien is a perfect Yes. Uh, perfect setup for yeah. for that show. I absolutely agree. Yeah. Ah, oh, man. This, all right. I want that to happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Conan would be great. I think, I, I think Jim Gaffigan would, uh, would give over to it as well. I, I think so, but I don't know that he has the, the acting chops, if you know what I mean, to do that. Like, he's very good with, a, a, right. you know, absurdist comedy yeah stand-up comedy yeah but in terms of interpersonal i don't know that he has that yeah see that and that's the thing you just have you would have to just see if he has the ability to like not laugh at stuff that's true yeah Yeah, can he he poker face (laughs) i don't think he can yeah who knows who knows he'd have to watch it he'd have to make this show (laughs) (laughs) so when this happens we want 10 percent because we suggested it yeah yeah i think another one would be uh maria bamford I'm not familiar with her. She uh, she was pretty popular in the kind of the same time that like Brian Posehn and Patton Oswalt were coming up. Oh, okay. They're, they're all around the same yes. kind of. Uh, okay. Patton Oswalt might be able to he pre- pull that off. Yeah, he'd probably be another good one. Mm-hmm. And then like you can also get into that whole other uh, improv realm of people like Thomas Lennon and Kara Kenny, everybody mm-hmm. from Reno, essentially. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 But yeah, uh, Maria Bamford, uh, she she was also very of that alt mm-hmm. uh, comedy style, but she's like, you know, has has the ability to slip into characters. So if you're going to do that, I, I would suggest uh, H. John Benjamin. Okay. I could see I could see him being able to do some characters to get people to crack. Possible. Yeah, possible. And I mean, if you're if you're really digging <laughs> from. <laughs> All ends of the earth, yes, and bringing together all different styles. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't even find them funny, but <laughs> it could be funny on the show because, again, another setup for these kind of shows is mm-hmm. um, they bring in like props and stuff, right? So if oh, you're, no. it's either Jeff Dunham or Carrot Top. <laughs> See, Jeff Dunham would be interesting, but I don't know that he would be willing to do that. 
I don't know. I don't know where his career is at. Maybe he needs the money. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe not. I don't know. Maybe he needs the shot in the arm. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Puppets ain't paying what they used to. Yeah, but <laughs> I mean, because you're, if you're bringing from all over the earth, <laughs> but with Jeff Dunham, I don't because does he take himself too seriously? Obviously, he has a very silly show, mm-hmm. but he is a craftsman with his show, right? You know, because it is ventriloquism, as silly as it is, is a very you know, it, it, it's a. A honed skill. Yeah. Is he, is he a wet blanket off stage? is what you're asking. Yes. Yeah. You know, can he can he poke fun at himself? Right. But if you have a trained trained ventriloquist in there, you can have a lot of fun with that. Could be, it could a be. A lot of fun with it that. It could be weird. I don't, I personally don't find him funny, but maybe he could turn me around. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, hey, that's kind of the, that's the idea. Yes. Of last one laughing America. I, I don't think we'll ever see something as good as Conan O'Brien and. No. <laughs> No. But I would willing uh, now. Here's the question: Who would you have host? Who would I have host? Yeah. Hey, you just pick anybody. <laughs> Fuck cares. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, hey, you could also put Wayne Brady in there. I think Wayne Brady would be. He would have to be a host. I don't. I wouldn't put him in the room. No. No. I would spend all that time on whose line. I know, but I st- I just wouldn't put him in the room. Okay. Because I was thinking about that. Because well, you, I, I was torn between Ryan Styles and and Wayne Brady, and between the two, I went Ryan Styles. Okay. Wayne Brady, I would definitely have him as the host because he's already got hosting skills yeah but you know who else i'd just have host who aisha tyler because she because she does yeah she does the who's line mm-hmm. yeah i don't think she i don't think she has the comedic strength to not laugh but she is good at host you know yeah, being a host good. and yeah. facilitating yeah she's just entertaining she is so, yeah mm-hmm. she's a nice person i like her yeah <laughs> good people yeah good people so we'll yeah. get we'll get her a job yeah Get her another job. <laughs> guess <laughs> what, Aisha? Get her, guess what, Aisha Tyler? <laughs> You're hired. <laughs> you are welcome. <laughs> You're hired by two podcasters who have no money to fund a show. <laughs> and you have never heard of. Uh, so if uh, you, the listener, have any suggestions of who should host or who else should be on this show, let us know. Hop Nation USA at the Gmail. Slide into them PMs because I'm old school. I don't do DMs. Yeah. That's old forum talk. Yeah, send us the old snail mail via email or whatever. If you did, it, also if you just have ideas for TV shows or movies that you'd like us to take a look at in the non-horror genre, in the non-horror genre, because horror is already well taken care of. That's elsewhere. Yes, it is. <laughs> also, it scares Adam. He doesn't like it. I don't like it. <laughs> I, gotta, I, I, I gotta sleep at night. It's too gooey and it upsets him. <laughs> it's too gooey. <laughs> You're not wrong. Yeah, You're not wrong. <laughs> but. Yeah, uh, let us know if you want us to take a look at something and we'll address it in a future episode, maybe. Yes, (laughs) if we have access to it. That's right. Well, we always have access. I have a VPN. Well, all right, fair. (laughs) But uh, yeah, the Netflix, the uh, Amazon Primes, or TNT. Everybody's got TNT. (laughs) They just just hand it out to people. (laughs) They've been handing out TNT forever. Here, just have some TNT. With a side of TBS. Oh, my goodness. All right. Let's get back to this beer. Yes. The Debrasserie de... Uh, nope. <laughs> something. The Brasseurs du Mont. That's the one. With the Léopricot. And it pairs well with fish. Yeah. I, I liked it. I pairs enjoyed it. Poisson. The Poisson. Yeah. Uh, nice, bright beer. Uh, if you are a tea drinker, find this beer. Mm-hmm. Enjoy it. Uh, I'm, I am not a tea drinker, but I like this beer. Yeah, this is this is a. Uh, I mean, we talked about one last episode, the Springhouse, mm-hmm. uh, that being a brunch beer. Yeah, this is also a brunch beer. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, this is a good brunch beer. You sit down with some eggs, a little bit of cantaloupe. Have yourself a day. Yeah. And at only 5.3, you can go through a bunch of them. Yeah, good beer. Yeah. Let's take a break. Okay. Let's do something else. Okay. <laughs> we'll be right back. Uh-huh. Welcome back to the Joe Tutorial. Whoa, you Matt, know- this isn't an episode. It's a trailer. Well, what the hell is a trailer, Adam? It's where we tell people what they can expect from our podcast, Decaying with the Boys. Well, they can uh, expect to hear us talk shop on pro wrestling, craft beer, horror movies, and pop culture, like Britney Spears' creepy father and stuff like that. We've literally never talked about Britney, but we do take our shots at everything else you said. Well, then uh, I guess I can also tell them they can find us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, and Anchor FM. And don't forget to find us on all social media at DecayandWTB. Cheers. It's... Episode 240 of the Hot Nation USA podcast, and you have just listened to the new era of where Adam and I talk about TV shows and not beer. But yeah. now it's segment three, and we're coming back to beer. Back in the saddle again. <laughs> it's not really that far. <laughs> doesn't warn it like that. No, it doesn't. <laughs> but yeah, here, here's the third beer. The third beer is... The Forged in Hell. Mm. Uh, this is a collaboration between Helltown Brewing here in the Pittsburgh area yes. and Black Forge Coffee. Yeah. Also here in the Pittsburgh area. Fun. Yes, it is. It is a coffee ale, 8% ABV, IBUs, not that high. Mm. Not that high. We're, we're talking 20s. 21, as a matter of yeah, fact. Yeah, couldn't imagine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, it is an Imperial Coffee Brown Ale. Fun. I like all of those words. Good. <laughs> Good. Uh, uh, supposed to have notes of cocoa with mild sweetness and a bold yet smooth coffee finish. We'll round out this imperial ale. Excellent. So yeah, yeah. For- Forged in hell, we thought made sense for the theme because if you had to be stuck in a room with Tom Green where you couldn't laugh, <laughs> that's forged in a type of hell. Yes. And oh, by the way, Colin Mockery is in there. Right. And Dave Foley's right behind. Well, I mean, hey, depending on your sensibilities, just being in a room with Tom Green could be hell. <laughs> One way or the other. Yeah. So uh, if you decide to, be, if he decides to make you a target, <laughs> you are doomed to failure. Yeah. Uh, but uh, another shout out here to uh, Chad Hammett. Uh, he is a local artist uh, and musician who did the can art. Oh. For this. A very nice uh, setup here. Is he Kirk Hammett's son? No, unless uh, he decided to change the spelling. Oh. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, no, it is Chad Hammett. Yeah. Not Hammett. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> you want to drink this beer? Yeah. Okay. Forged in hell. Yeah, the devil. And other such things. <laughs> hey, it's a looks like a brown ale. It does. Uh you know what? If somebody told me it was a porter, I could be convinced. I couldn't. I could. <laughs> it's it it actually is lighter than that Shiner Brewer's Pride that we had at the top of the episode. So the reason I say that is I'm looking across the table at the uh the beer that you're holding. Yeah. Like if you look across the way. At what I'm, you know, yeah, kind of looks like a porter. Yeah, kind of gets in that way, but uh, I agree. Once you get some light into it, all right, fair. Brown ale territory. Yeah, it, it, it's pretty clear when you hit the when you hit the light to it, and it's got you know a lot of red. Yeah, a lot of red notes bending around it. Yeah, so uh, yeah. you can see clear to the bottom with the right light. Yeah, it smells good though. 
Yeah, nice coffee nose on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, nice, uh, nice layer of chocolate in there as well. Yeah, I get a little bit of chocolate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'm about it. Yeah, hell never smelled so good. Who knows? Who knows what hell smells like? Ooh, yeah, I like this beer. Now, I'm listening. There's a hell Michigan, right? Mm-hmm. You'd think they'd put like a chocolate factory or a cookie factory or something. Cookies from hell? Well, just so hell smells good. <laughs> You're like, ah, damn, hell smells like chocolate chips. <laughs> it's crazy. It all makes sense now. <laughs> hell smells like a bakery. <laughs> <laughs> Some people say hell is a bakery. Bakery of souls. Of the damned. <laughs> <laughs> and Metal Solo here. But yeah, I, li- uh, yeah, I like this beer too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it, it's, it's got a little bit of a roast to it, but not too much. Yeah, a little bit of a roast. I'm getting definitely more... Just like uh, coffee bitterness and mm-hmm. chocolate. Yes. So it's like coffee and chocolate bitter. Mm-hmm. But it, it, are you getting any any level of kind of like a creaminess to it as well? No, not so much. Okay, I I am. Yeah, it's it's uh, I would say mouthfeel wise, it's pretty similar to that Shiner's uh, Brewers Pride. It doesn't taste like you know, it doesn't taste thick really. Right. But uh, it is not brown and sweet. Right. Yeah, it's not just a broad stroke of brown and sweet. <laughs> what was the what was the ABV on this again? On this one, I think it was eight. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think it was eight on the dot. Yeah. Eight point zero zero zero. Okay, yeah. Repeating, of course. It uh yeah, it has a little bit of brown spice to it. Mm-hmm. You know, just like what you'd expect from a brown ale. But it's good. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, yeah. Good job, Helltown. Good job, Black Forge. Yeah. Well, Helltown knows how to make a they know how to make a brown ale. They do. They're, they're pretty <laughs> well known for their mischievous browns. So. Yes, I actually had that in my hand today when I was uh, picking up beers. Yeah. So now it's in my fridge. Well, there you go. So take that, Helltown. <laughs> take that. I bought another beer. Yeah, too. giving you business. <laughs> I got two of your beer. <laughs> what are you going to do about it? <laughs> uh, yes, but now it is time for us to move from this beer as we continue to drink it. Yes. And play a little game. Cool. Would you like to know what game we're playing, Steve? I know, but you can tell the audience. Yeah, well, nobody asked you. What? (laughs) I said, well, nobody asked you. What? I said, well, nobody asked you. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But yes, this is a game where we take uh, queries and questions from the internet at large uh, that wasn't asked to us, but we're going to answer them anyways. Yep. Uh, this could be from, from Twitter. This could be from Beer Advocate, from Reddit, wherever, you know, wherever we find it. Yeah. Top shelf cam- commentary there, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I fucking got him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we have played this in the past, but we're going to try it again. Sure. All right. So this one comes from our beer. Not our beer, but our beer. Right. Uh, this comes from uh, the user Captain Kid. Captain underscore kid. Uh, I want to give him full or her full credit. Uh, what are your favorite winter to spring transition beers? Yeah, I don't have one. Really? <laughs> Not really, no. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I just drink whatever fucking strikes me at the moment. <laughs> when when your philosophy is all weather is stout weather, Fair. I don't have to transition anything because I just might have a fucking stout. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I like I like beers that come out around this time because you get a lot of you know fruity and light rec- uh, refreshing things like we've had 
on this episode with the uh, Prokoth. Yes. And, you know, the previous episode with the Pomelo. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I, I enjoy fresh, fruity beers. So I guess that might be my answer. I think that is your answer. But also, like, I can get a lot of the cherry flavored fucking beers that I love in the wintertime. True. Like the Schuf, the Schufnis. <laughs> the Schuf, oh, yes, the Schufnis. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I've gotten that on that. Yeah, the Schuf. And then, uh, yeah. So. I don't know. I don't. Ha- I don't fucking drink transitionally. <laughs> I don't drink transitionally. Yeah. Okay then. Do uh, you have an answer? <laughs> I do. I do. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually a Sam Adams beer. Cold snap. It's cold snap. Yeah. 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 I. I'm sorry. And and, and I and I have to. I have to reveal myself a little bit on that one, uh, because I always drank that at the old tilted kilt. Uh. And that was always that was always kind of a precursor to spring coming was when that was on tap. That was the only place I drank it. Yeah. And that was always kind of a oh good. Things aren't all terrible. Spring is coming. Fucking this is bullshit. It was three bucks a pint <laughs> if they charged you. This is bullshit because the goddamn Congress is trying to take away my dark times. All right. Yeah, you know what? I'm kind of upset about it too. I want my dark times. I, and it, what is their reasoning behind it? Kids don't stand in the dark. Guess what? They did that before anyways. Well, I mean, look, it is a stupid thing that we do daylight savings time. However. But we kept it. Yeah, but we kept it. And however, I want my dark times. <laughs> <laughs> it makes you appreciate the light times. That's right. Well, or I just like the dark times. <laughs> makes everybody else appreciate the light times. I just like being in the dark. Like a dirty goblin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I like the dark and the cold. Stop trying to take those away from me. Climate change and the Congress. Yep. Sons of bitches. <laughs> Leave me to my things. Trying to get nothing done here. Yeah. Leave me to my things. <laughs> I've got a blanket and a stout, and that's the ways I likes it. Gonna have to visit Decentraland to get my dark times. Don't, don't, <laughs> don't you dare! I will end this podcast right now. This will be the last episode if you do that. Decentraland has day, daylight saving time. <laughs> don't you dare! <laughs> All right, next question. Yes. Also read it from our beer. Mm-hmm. What is a beer your mentor would drink? Oh. Yeah, and this is by I I like this question. And it's by God Z MP5K. MP5K. Sure. No problem. Five thousand. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> it's like Andre three thousand, but like Dollar General version. Because <laughs> <laughs> they can't go lower, they gotta go higher. So the tricks answer here. the question. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I'm vamping. I'm trying to think. I know. <laughs> well, I guess. I guess do, do you even have no, a mentor? No, that's the thing. I don't necessarily even have a mentor. Like, you don't have a fucking scout master that like taught you how to fucking be a scout well? That was my dad. So I guess I, you know, I'll default to my dad. Sure. All right. Your dad can be your mentor. Jesus. Yeah. So we'll default to that. <laughs> but I, yeah, I didn't have somebody set aside like, you are my mentor. Show me the ways of the world. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, you know, like write a letter to him every week or anything like that. Well, why not? Why would I? <laughs> Get a pen pal. <laughs> That's a pen pal, not a mentor. Pen pals can they can be both. They can be, but they typically aren't. No. Well, if you want it to be. 
I don't. You could have pen palled with like Shaq, and then he could have taught you how to basketball. Dear Shaq, yeah. can you teach me how to be seven foot two? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Shaq no. got okay fundamentals, except for the free throw. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? Man's still a hell of a businessman. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking get him to mentor you on that. Yeah. Dear Shaq, how do I invest in Papa John's and Subways? You know what? I'll even start with the general. Yeah, how the hell do I franchise? That's right. <laughs> you know what? I'll, I'll hang out with that weird penguin thing. Yeah. <sighs> Make but Shaq I, your mentor. <laughs> dear Shaq, can you mentor me? It will only cost you $3 million <laughs> to start. <laughs> seed money. Need seed money. Yes. Uh, but I, yeah, I, I guess I'll default back to my dad. Uh, but he always enjoys a good lager. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and his his favorite beer, uh, craft beer wise, was a beer from a now dead brewery, Blue Canoe, in, in Titusville. Yeah, and it was the uh, the Titusville Flashlight Lager. Mm. Uh, so he always he always enjoyed that beer. So it would have to be a nice you know crisp lager. Well, that, do you have a beer you would recommend to him to to replace nowadays? Yeah. So I would probably go, and I don't know that I would go longer. I, I would kind of push him in a slightly different direction. I'd go Kolsch. Yeah. And I'd go with the Crisp by Gristhouse. Okay. Sure. Man. Sure. I mean, you could go Reichdorf, which is better, but... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Gristhouse. It's my answer. <laughs> Just is. <laughs> my answer, damn it. <laughs> That's Kolsch style. <laughs> Listen here, you little shit. <laughs> No, no, that's not happening. Fair enough. What about you? So, uh, yeah, like you, I don't really have mentors per se. Uh, probably the closest thing I had to a mentor was in college, um, my uh, screenwriting professor. Mm, okay. And I'm, I feel like my shitty Swiss cheese brain is <laughs> conflating things. <laughs> oh, good. More COVID brain. Right. But I, whatever it is about the film program, you definitely drank with your teachers at some point. Mm-hmm. I think I think a lot of people did drink with their professors in college. But yeah. I, for some reason, I remember Dorn being into Belgians. Ooh. For some reason, mm. I don't know why, <laughs> and that could be completely wrong. But you know what? I don't know enough to dif- you know dispute like, it. Yeah, it's like an implanted memory. Okay. And I just because I know I got into Belgians in college. Okay. Yeah. So if I'm just mixing the two things together. <laughs> Of like, I liked my screenwriting teacher, and I liked Belgians, so I guess they liked each other. Well, then he's in on this wild ride. Now. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think at that point, yeah, I would probably, you know, if I had to suggest to him a beer that perhaps he hasn't had, maybe it would be like the Schufnis or mm-hmm. uh, just you know any of the other cherry beers or creeks that I enjoy. Right on. Yeah. I like that. That's a yeah. good answer. Yeah. Just because like he was um, just like an eccentric. Yeah. Uh, you know, just like artsy person. He, he went was, his own way. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was he was very smart and very, you know, but like eccentric. Okay. And just, yeah. <laughs> and, and I could see an eccentric drinking a beer like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Cool guy. Taught me a lot about screenwriting and taught me, gave me a couple lessons of dealing with difficult people. So. Right on. <laughs> that's, the, that's the best I could do for a mentor. Every, I don't respect people well enough to. <laughs> wow. All right, then. It's just, it, yeah. is how it is how it is. I mean, I guess I can't really throw stones because I don't necessarily have a mentor either. Right. So, <laughs> yeah. 
All right, next question, which apparently our beer is getting hammered on this uh, this segment. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I got another one here, and this is from uh, KTO46. Yeah. Uh, and this uh, question is, what's a good name for a homemade chocolate milkshake s'mores-flavored beer? Damn it. I saw this question while I was looking for them. By the way, it's a stout. I know, and I just, like... I passed over this one, so I didn't think about it. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> oh, what's a good name for... Like, what's what's a name that fucking isn't already taken? Well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Bartholomew. <laughs> Bartholomew? No, Bartholomew. Bartholomew? Because it's like marshmallow. You. Ah. Marshmallow and Bartholomew. Marshmallow. I don't hate that. It's all right. I don't hate <laughs> it's that. It's not good. <laughs> but I don't hate it. Uh, you go. <laughs> so see if I can figure out another one. <laughs> it would uh, it would be a a play on Futurama. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And it would be the Scooty Puffed Junior. Ah, yes. Okay. Uh, there was an episode where Fry had to ride a a uh, a little scooter. Right. And it was called the Scooty Puffed Junior. Right. But since it's got marshmallows in it, it's the Scooty Puffed. Right. Junior. I get it. Yeah. I'm gonna call mine the Scamp Fire. I don't hate that. I got yeah. This is no, that one's okay. I like that one better. Okay. <laughs> Scamp fire. <laughs> so if we find out that anybody stole these names, we're coming after you. Or if we just find they're already on Untapped, then <laughs> I didn't check see if mine was. Yeah. No harm, no foul. <laughs> yeah. We'll check after the show. <laughs> Scamp fire. <laughs> that is a good. That is a good name. Not bad. It's not bad. Last one. Yes. And it's not from our beer. Where's it from? Burr Advocate. Oh, yes. okay. Beer advocate. This one's coming from Nero Fiddled. And Nero I thought, Fiddled. Nero Fiddled. Oh, that's a okay. That's a classic reference there. Yeah. Uh, the the main crux of the question. It was a long post. Oh, I'm sure it was. Uh, the main crux of the question though was: Are beers getting better, or am I overrating them? Ooh. And and then basically the whole post is a meditation on. He he was looking at like his histogram. Mm-hmm. of ratings and he feels like you know he's he's been just doling out the fours whereas in the past he hadn't so much and he was just wondering that's a very good question is beer really getting better or am i overrating these beers Ooh, yeah. that's a very good question because yeah. i can see arguments both ways yeah hmm i think it's both okay <laughs> i i think it's both defend yourself cocksucker <laughs> I don't know. Let's get my doctor today. <laughs> uh, the reason I say that is beer definitely has to be getting better simply because yeah. the competition is there. Right. And you you have to be better at what you're doing or else you are going to die. Adapt or die. Uh, from a business perspective, not literally. Although, maybe. No. I don't know how hardcore your beer scene is, <laughs> wherever you may be. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it, in that regard, yes, the beer has to be getting better. On on top of that, I think there is a certain level of overrating, and I'm talking from a personal level. You 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 don't use Untapped anymore. Nope. Uh, I do. I use it as a as a logging system. Yeah. Uh, but I th- I think there is a little bit of that. I I think I do tend to overrate a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and. It's funny that this question came up because I've kind of had that thought as well in the recent past Yeah. of looking at some of the things that I've rated and it's like, did it really earn this? Yeah. Let, let me add, let me probe a little deeper into your thought process. Sure. 
So I guess it became more prevalent, I would say, 2017, 2018. Mm -hmm. A lot more brewers got uh, more outspoken about untapped and the way it affects their business. There is that, yes. And and so once that became more, uh, once you got more awareness about that, Mm -hmm. do you think you maybe stopped putting twos in? There is some of that, yes. Okay. Uh, unless unless it was like a real trash. <laughs> right, right. A real trash beer from a company you don't care if survives. <laughs> Correct. Correct. If it's something from AB InBev that, mm. I, that ends up in my hands for whatever reason, yeah. I don't care. Yeah. You know, if there is a Bud Light that, you know, needed checked in and it comes in at, a, you know, a buck and a half. Yeah. It's not going to affect their bottom line whatsoever. Not at all. They don't care. I don't even know. (laughs) Most of their drinkership isn't on untapped. No, no. And and that's fine. Uh, But you get into the local stuff Mm -hmm. where those those ratings actually do come into play. Yeah. I think there are times that that does affect me. Okay. Right, wrong, or indifferent. Yeah. And it sucks. It sucks that this is something that actually affects a business like that. Because yeah. it's all opinion based on something that the brewer has no control over. It could be a perfectly fine beer, but if the person reviewing it either doesn't like the style or doesn't understand the style, or maybe there was something completely off balance, mm-hmm. uh, they get they get screwed for it. Yeah, I, yeah, you're right. I think it sucks because you do get so many uneducated opinions. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, what was it before? And, and this is just like all businesses in general because mm-hmm. it, Untapped is essentially yelped for beer, right? Correct. So what was it before? Before, it was local writers. Mm-hmm. And it was power basically concentrated down to three or four people. Right. And they write a fucking bad review of your business and you're shit out of luck. Right. And there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. Same same as with Untapped, but at least with Untapped, if you have enough people it can kind of flush out the noise, so to speak. It, you you essentially like wind up on a bell curve. Mm-hmm. You can create a bell curve if you get a large enough sample, right? And you you I think brewers can still be aided by reading that bell curve. You know, now if you just get like three reviews of a beer, and it's all from the same party <laughs> of people who showed up, and none of them like stouts, but they all decided to try stout. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fuck that. That hurts. Right. <laughs> that, that that doesn't do anything for you. Right. Now, there is the other side of the equation of, do I really care that much how I rate my beers? Not really. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't, you know, it, I don't put that much stock into it. Right. For for me and a personal point of view, you know, I, I don't think that, you know, oh, no, I've had three, you know, two and a half star beers this week. I got to get something else. I, yeah. It doesn't matter. I'm just going to keep drinking beer. Fair enough. Yeah. So, yes, I yes, I think there is an effect. And to me personally, I don't really, you know, it doesn't affect me that much. I get you. Yeah. It, doesn't, it, it doesn't change my buying habits or my drinking habits. Right, 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 right. Yeah, it doesn't change your habits. It's just, it, but. But to, it, it is, yeah, but it, to, it happens. But to bring it all the way back, you think beer is getting better, though. Yes. Okay. Yes. I, I would agree. I do think I think beer overall is getting better. Mm-hmm. But also while I was thinking about this, there are so many beers that we've had. Again, looking at all the Belgians that are out there. Uh, and then you have like things like Allagash White, 
uh, just dogfish 90 minute. Mm -hmm. It's been pretty consistent. Like those beers are, have always been on top. Right. I think what we're seeing is the local scenes of places of things that have opened in the past five or 10 years Mm -hmm. get better. Yes. Uh, Because you look at some of the options in the past, things were fine. Right. But now fine doesn't cut it anymore. Or there was just shit. Yeah. Pushing pushing out bad beers, the the level that you have to be at to open a brewery should be pretty high. Yes. I think there are still some people who just have money <laughs> throwing things into pet projects. Yes. That open breweries, but I think a lot of people understand their uh, their ecosystem. A lot of people understand how good beer has to be. Mm-hmm. You know, we we said it on the episode with Ben from Arboretum that you and I knew how you know our beer wasn't good enough back then. Right. We we know it's not. <laughs> you know, <laughs> can't even get in the door now. Right. It, it's not anywhere near worth pursuing at no. this moment because you have to be so good and like because so many of the breweries that have opened in the past couple years or are opening soon are the the second and third generations mm. of people who have come off places, you know, like Coven Brewing's coming soon. Right. And they're coming off of a dancing gnome pedigree. Mm. You know, you have to have some way fucking good sense. <laughs> right. And, and, it, and I'm glad that we have reached that point. Yeah. And, the, and so in that case, I do believe beer is getting better because you have to be so good mm-hmm. to even survive. Yes. Minus pet project fucking (laughs) retirees going into (laughs) let's just leave it at that yeah you may be able to suss out what i was talking about (laughs) uh but yeah i i I agree that beer is getting better yeah 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 Mm -hmm. so yes i agree as well even though i don't rate beers anymore and uh just an interesting final note about that question uh, 70% of the people who responded, there was a poll that went along with that post. Oh, okay. And 70% of the people also agree that beer is getting better. I'm curious what the 30% had to say as to why they didn't think it was getting better. Oh, no. It was also broken up into a whole bunch of other goofy. Oh. It wasn't just 30% said no. and so oh, It was gotcha. a bunch of other respondents to different things. Gotcha. Of like, you've always been overrating beer. You. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. All right, then. So, yeah, that's how you play Nobody Asked You, and that's how you answer the Internet's questions. Mm-hmm. If you have any questions you would like us to answer. Yeah, we'll, a- we'll actually answer your questions if you send them to yes, us. <laughs> at hopnationusagmail.com. Or just get on, you know, any of the social meteors. Yeah. It's all Hop Nation USA. Yeah, fine. But, fine. but before we get into all of that, let's get back to this beer. Yeah. The Forged in Hell. By Helltown. Yes. And Black Forge coffee. Oh, I just got it. <laughs> it took me half an hour, but we got here. It blew my mind. <laughs> These guys are so smart. Yep. Uh, yeah. Uh, pretty enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the flavor evolved a little bit as it warmed up. Got a little bit more, a uh, little bit more spice, a little bit more uh, just kind of warmth in general, but still enjoyable. I wish there was just a little bit more coffee to it. I I tend to agree. Yeah. It has a nice coffee nose. But But all in all, I enjoyed the beer. I thought it was good. I'm glad to see that Helltown is still making good beers. They seem, I don't know. And I think part of it is because we live on the wrong side of the city. 
A little bit. Uh, that we don't get out there nearly enough. Yeah. And we don't see them nearly as much as we should. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. But but they make good beer. Yeah, yeah. They make good beer. They're they're always around. You can you can find them at most places. Yes. But I don't think we get their full portfolio as, as we would. Right. If we were closer. So Helltown, uh open something up out this way. Please and thank you. Yeah. <laughs> open up something in fucking Manaka. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Nah. Well, <laughs> my thought was right next to uh, Bowser's. Oh, eh. Bowser's not, is Bowser's. <laughs> yeah, but I like their sandwiches. Right. Yeah, no, open. Yeah, they can just open something in the mall. <laughs> just just take over the mall. Nobody yeah. else is there. Yeah. <laughs> just, it's fucking Helltown you. has a mall now. Yeah, it's you, Royal King, and fucking subs. Yeah. Just, yeah. Come on in. You yeah. don't even have to pay rent. Just show up with tanks. Yeah, show up with tanks. Hang out. <laughs> <laughs> have a time. Your block town's available. There, tap room set up. Maybe it is. Well, Maybe it's a Mexican restaurant. We'll kick them out. I don't know. We'll, s- we'll send them. We'll send them to the other restaurant that's empty. Sure, it's fine. It's cool. You go where Chi-Chi's was. <laughs> I thought that building was torn down. No, Chi-Chi's was in the mall. Oh, I thought it was a, an outbuilding. No, no, oh, never mind. Then. <laughs> we'll send them to Chi-Chi's. You fool. <laughs> Hyper local. Yeah. Hyper local. Talk of the past. Talking Chi-Chi's. Talking Chi-Chi's. Chi-Chi's had some great seafood enchiladas. Never had one. Shameful. That's I'm, I'm over Shameful. It. I'm, I'm okay <laughs> with that. Let's talk about these beers. Sure. Let's get to the podium. Podium? Yeah. All right. Yeah, it's pretty easy this mm-hmm. week. Uh, Shiner's Brewer's Pride. Maybe not have so much pride. <laughs> <laughs> or have a little more pride. Yeah, or <laughs> take a little more pride in your work. One way or the other. <laughs> Either don't put it on the label or take more pride in your work. Figure it out. It's not very good. I don't like it. <laughs> and I will not buy it again. But I will buy Shiner Cheer again when it comes back. Mm-hmm. It's still a nice beer. Silver is going to give you, I think, to the Helltown Forged in Hell. Okay. Yeah, it, it, it's fine. It's it's obviously a much better version of whatever the hell Shiner was trying to do. <laughs> I mean, Shiner wasn't trying to do that. They were trying to do a fruitcake pastry thing and it just i don't know didn't go that way helltown tried to do a coffee brown Mm -hmm. and then they did a coffee brown (laughs) (laughs) so points to them so points just wish there was a little bit more coffee on it but i guess maybe you can't you can't necessarily push that hard on the style Mm -hmm. because then at some point it just does become a porter with how roasty and bitter coffee could make it so right yeah, it, I don't know. It, it it lives in a nice little balance. It's not overly bitter, and it's not. Uh, it's definitely not sweet, you mm. know, in a in a way that would be gross at all. So, but yeah, it's, it's pretty enjoyable. And eight percent, a little sneaky. Mm. So yeah, okay, silver beer, gold though. I'm going to give to the Canadian beer. Mm. Yeah, the the Brasseurs du Monde, the Apercoth. Le bears with poisson. It, uh, yeah, it's an interesting flavor. It's not something you get a whole lot of because there's not a whole lot of tea beers out there. But uh, it, you, I will preface: you have to enjoy tea to enjoy this beer. This isn't fucking getting sweet tea at Chick Fil A. <laughs> You expect that you're going to be sad. <laughs> this isn't a big d- a dollar cup from McDonald's full oh. of, full of whatever sugar trash they fucking give you. 
you have to actually be a tea fan <laughs> because it is very dry. It is very herbaceous. It has a dry herbaceous aftertaste mm. that lingers. It, it, it is very refreshing and it has a fresh fruit apricot flavor to it. But yeah, if it's not, if tea's not your thing, then go somewhere else. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, for me, uh, bronze, once again, Spitzel, the Shiner. Ah, yeah. Standard death in a 4K world. Uh, I mean, if somebody handed it to me, yeah, I'll drink it again, but I'm not going to seek it out. Uh, silver medal, I am actually going to go with the Canadian beer. Okay. Yeah, the tea beer. Uh, I don't even want to pronounce it. Le Percos. Thank you. I appreciate that. Le Percos. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, and, and part of the reason is because I am not a tea drinker. Now, that being said, for it being a tea beer, yes, it is very good. Mm -hmm. uh, but you, as Steve just said, you have to like tea to get the full appreciation of this beer. And I'm not a tea drinker. So I like what they did. If you are a tea drinker, go get it. Uh, but I, I think I got to go Helltown for the gold medal position. Sure. Uh, I, I, If I had a choice between coffee or tea, I'm going coffee every time. Sure. And so that's going to apply to the beer here as well. Uh, yeah. Uh, good beer. I I like the fact that it wasn't overly overly roasty. You could very easily easily lean into that. Mm -hmm. uh, but I kind of appreciate that they didn't. They kind of held back a little bit, especially because they kept it as a brown ale rather than, as you just said, you know, full roasty porter. Yeah, I'm okay with that. And and part of that is I like you know sugar and cream in my coffee. Very good. Where and I know that Steve is a black coffee drinker. Yeah, I'm a I'm a whatever. It depends. <laughs> well, because I had uh, I have the the bones Irish cream flavored coffee, right? Okay. And I've just been putting straight up creamer in it. Oh, all so, right. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Like straight up heavy whipping cream. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a decadent breakfast. <laughs> I guess your day going. Yeah. I like that. But yeah, I think I gotta put uh, Helltown in the gold medal position. Cool. There you go. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Hell no. So, uh, with that, all you got to do, if you want to, again, follow us on social media, send us suggestions for TV shows, send us suggestions for movies, send us questions, send us whatever, send us your feet. <laughs> no, no, don't send us feet pics. Send us feet pics. Don't. <laughs> but don't. <laughs> Yeah, heavy on the don't. <laughs> don't. Don't do that. But I mean, if they want to. No, no. But what if they want to, Adam? Well, good for them. <laughs> you know what? They just have to hold that in. That's that's their cross to bear. That they can't send us feet pics. Adam's just out here spoiling all of Yes, I am. I don't need to see your dirty feet. It's just, <laughs> just raining on y'all. Yeah. <laughs> Yuck and yins, guys, is yums. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah <I> am. <laughs> well if you want to send us all the other stuff then all you have to do is follow us on social media at hop nation usa and if you want to send us an email you can send it to hop nation usa at gmail.com and if you want to listen to brand new episodes of the hop nation usa podcast every friday as you should then search hop nation usa in your favorite podcatcher or on every platform 
including ones that start with pod or ones that end in cast. And if you're on anything that allows you to leave a five-star review, please do, because... We are six Canadians locked on our room show, but they only let us use five. And that's a bigger crime than me not getting a delicious cheese sandwich. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, yeah, with that, that's kind of the... uh, the new direction we're going to be heading in, we're still going to be going to breweries and talking to brewers. Yes. Getting their stories. We're going to head to other places. We're going to get other guests on. Mm-hmm. If you have suggestions for guests, go back fucking a minute and a half and get all that info <laughs> to send us what guests you want us to talk to. I mean, we've already given out the email like eight times this episode. Yeah, come on. <laughs> get on it. This is on you at this point. Yeah, but if you want, I mean, if you have suggestions for guests, yes. we'll talk to people. We can talk to people across the world thanks to Zoom. Mm-hmm. Just as long as the times line up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not I'm not getting up at three in the morning. Right, yeah. They got to bend to our schedule. <laughs> But uh, yeah, you know, we'll 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 be back on the road sometime when we start scheduling shows. We got plenty of places we want to go. Yes, I think we've been talking like we want to go to Old Thunder. We want to go to uh, Arsenal at some point. Do a Sidey episode. Sidey episode. We got to get Stick City in there. Stick City. You know, plenty of places that we still haven't visited yet, despite being five years old as a podcast. Yes. Why? Because breweries keep fucking opening. <laughs> Knock it off, but not really. Quit. <laughs> no, keep keep opening good breweries, please and thank you. Yeah. Coven. Yes. Another one is coming. You know, it's all out there. It's going to be a good day. We still haven't gone to dancing, though. <laughs> I know. I know. And they know what they're doing on a podcast. Yeah. Well, they have their own, so exactly. I don't need to. <laughs> we don't need to bother them so much. Yeah, we'll have a super cast, okay, or a pocket super cast. Whatever. I don't. That was a bad joke. We're done. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.